What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's Views podcast for Wednesday, June 14. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts across the Big Blue View Radio Network. Leave us a comment or uh, or a critique or a rating or whatever you can if, if you have that capability uh, across the podcast network. We always appreciate the input. All right, day one of New York Giants mandatory minicamp is in the books and uh, we'll hear from head coach Brian Dable just a little bit later as Dable talks about uh, Saquon Barkley, talks about his expectations for minicamp and a variety of other topics that came up during his Tuesday media availability. But uh, before we get to that, just wanted to hit a few of the uh, newsworthy topics for the day. Of course, the first topic was uh, Saquon Barkley's absence from uh, from the workout. That was expected, of course, after what he said on Sunday about uh, his contract situation. Barkley, of course, not able to participate in the workout because he hasn't gotten a new contract from the Giants yet and has to this point refused to sign the franchise tag. So without signing a participation waiver, which basically would release the Giants from liability if Barkley got hurt, then he's not going to to be able to participate and he's not going to do that. So Barkley not at camp. Uh, Brian Dable was asked a number of questions, as you'll hear a little bit later, about Barkley and basically simply said he was going to keep any conversations he had with or about Barkley private. And, uh, of course, that would be the expected answer from Dable. Really no point in him discussing uh, Barkley's situation in the media so he obviously did not want to do that. The only real news of the day, other than Saquon being the only player not in attendance at the workout, the only real news of the day, I think, was made by wide receiver Sterling Shepard, veteran giant, actually longest tenured giant, the, uh, the only giant remaining from the team's 2016 playoff run. Um Shepard, of course, trying to come back from two successive years of major leg injuries, 2021 torn Achilles tendon that uh, cost him more than half of the season, 2022 torn ACL that knocked him out after only three games. Shepard said that his recovery in his mind is, quote, right on schedule, he said maybe even a little bit ahead of schedule. Asked when he thought 
he would be able to to participate fully. He said that his target is the beginning of the season. And I would have to take that to mean that he will likely begin training camp at the end of July on the pup list, probably not going to practice throughout training camp, could probably begin the season even on the pup list, could be a guy who comes off the pup list at some point during the regular season when there's an injury, when there's a roster opening, and, and plays part of the season for the Giants. We'll have to see just exactly how soon Shepard is ready, but it's hard not to root for Shep. He's a guy who's very loyal to the Giants, very good for the organization, guy who did a lot last year on the sideline. You remember the clips of, of Shepard waving a towel during the playoff games and standing on benches and rooting for his guys. He's a guy that was around all year in the locker room, even though he wasn't playing, even though he was on IR and not able to play. He's a guy that did everything he could to help the the other players, to help the organization, to be part of what the Giants did last year. Injuries have obviously been a major, major factor in Shep's career. Giants pretty much giving him one last chance to uh, to prove that he's got something left. And you have to root for Shep to make it back and to contribute something to the 2023 Giants. Shep seems to realize that it's a tough road for him. He seems to realize, as he said, there's a lot more talent. There's a lot more depth in that wide receiver room than there was a year ago. The additions of of Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, Jamison Crowder, Jeff Smith from the Jets, bringing back Darius Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins being in his first full season, Colin Johnson being healthy again after missing last year with a torn ACL of his own, or or excuse me, with a torn Achilles tendon of, of his own last year. So there's, there's a lot of guys competing for spots here on this uh, Giants wide receiver depth chart. Shep seems to realize that, and we'll see. You know, Fingers crossed he'll be able to get healthy, be able to stay healthy, and be able to contribute something to the Giants in 2023. All right, another note from the day was that uh, a few big names showed up at, uh, at practice for the Giants on Tuesday Former head coach, two-time Super Bowl winning head coach, Hall of Famer Bill Parcells showed up at practice in East Rutherford on Tuesday. Parcells now 81 years old, which which really makes me feel really old because I can remember watching games, you know, when when Parcells was leading teams to Super Bowl titles, and and that makes me feel really old to uh, to realize that. That, that the big tuna is is now 81 years old. But but Coach Parcells was at practice on Tuesday and, and had a chance to speak to, uh, to the team at the end of practice, which I think the players appreciated. The players got a kick out of, uh, out of hearing from Parcells. Hall of Famer Michael Strahan was also at practice along with running back Brandon Jacobs. All right, just a couple of quick notes from practice. 
Not a lot to report from practice. The Giants did a very light workout. Obviously, these practices are under Phase 3 OTA rules, which means shorts and T-shirts, no contact. Uh, the Giants have chosen not to do any 11-on-11 during these sessions. Couple of A uh, couple of 7-on-7 periods. But uh, but not a whole lot in terms of uh, in terms of things to report from uh, from the workout. Veteran safety Bobby McCain signed as uh, a potential replacement for Julian Love. Had himself a nice day. Had two interceptions. Actually, only one of which I saw. That was a pick six on a pass from uh, from Tyrod Taylor. Quick out intended, I believe, for tight end Lawrence Cager that uh, that McCain picked off. He also had a pass defensed on a pass for Cager. And uh, also, if you read some other reports, this is a play that I did not see. It was far away from me, but and there were a lot of bodies in front of us. So I did not see this play, but he reportedly had a an interception of Daniel Jones in the end zone during a red zone drill. So really, really nice day for Bobby McCain, who actually is working as the second team safety with uh, with Nick McLeod, cornerback last year, who looks like he's converting to safety, working alongside Xavier McKinney as the first team safety during the seven-on-seven drills. This is something we saw in OTAs as well. Hopefully get a chance to talk with McLeod about this transition here sometime soon, maybe on Wednesday. If I can, I'll try to get a chance. I'll try to get uh, get to talk with, uh, with McLeod about that transition. One of the things to note about McLeod getting first-team reps is that right now, second-year man, Dane Belton, and also third-year man Jason Pinnock, who are both safeties, guys who played a lot of snaps last year at safety for the Giants. Both of those guys are rehabbing injuries. They've been working with trainers throughout OTAs, and we're on the backfield working with trainers again on Tuesday. Those guys are not participating in team periods. It will be interesting to see how that safety spot next to Xavier McKinney shakes out once we get to training camp and once everyone is healthy and able to get on the field. But very, very interesting that the Giants are using Nick McLeod, who filled a lot of roles for them at corner inside and outside last year, very interesting that they're using him in that spot, and we'll see how how that transition continues to to unfold. All right, Giants fans, let's uh, let's get to the interview that I did with head coach Brian Dable. What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast, and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. How's everybody doing? Good. 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 Well, good to be back out here today. Um, really an extension of, of OTAs for us. We have, you know, an extra walkthrough and some extra meetings after practice relative to our practice and how we're doing things. It'll be very similar as what we've done the last couple weeks. Um, so good to be out there. Uh, relative to, I know you probably asked a couple of Saquon questions. My position hasn't changed on that uh, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, every conversation that I have about Saquon would be private. So, fire away. Uh, Saquon seems frustrated that he feels like details of the negotiations were were leaked and were misleading. Is that a concern on your end that he feels that way about negotiations that are supposed to be private? Yeah, everything that I have to say about Saquon will remain private. Is everybody here? Everybody except Saquon, but it's nice to Do you plan to have, like, when you make your plans for the future, like, you know, for the season, are you planning as if he's going to be there? I'm just planning for today. What? I'm just planning for today. Have good practice. Well, you obviously have to do roster construction. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm just worried about today right now, Jordan. Can, because he's so important to the team, can something like that become a distraction eventually from your experience as a coach? (sighs) Just focus on today, Pat. Dave, you mentioned that this is a continuation of the teaching, but at this point, are you looking for maybe more execution, alignment, or what are you, what are you looking for yeah. exactly? Is yeah, so we're adding some more things today. We'll do some more um, you know, team periods, but with our helmets off, we'll do some short yards, some goal line, introduce some more things, keep increasing the installation. And then go out there and, and have some call-it periods, albeit seven-on-seven, seven, where the coordinators are just calling the plays. There's no scripts. Try to build on our communication, um, our fundamentals, and, and keep on you know, stacking days together. Do you have pretty much everything installed at this point, or is there stuff you're holding back for training? Uh, I'd say we have a lot. Not everything, but but a lot. Um, you know, today with the short yards and goal line, it's hard to do, but we can do it you know, with the helmets off and, and make it a teaching pace. But install those things um, we can do some situational football today separate from one another but you know last plays things like that and just kind of uh, you know we're getting close to, to having everything in is there anything tangible that you've seen in terms of Daniel from one year to the next year is, uh, during this this period um, 
Well, I, I just say that he's got a much more uh, comfort level with, with our offense. Uh, again, we've added, I'd say, considerably new things, these camps, just to see how they look. But he's got really good give and take with Kafka, um, you know, seeing how different players look in different spots. Uh, he's had a really good camp. How different how, is that? How, how, do you, how do you judge a really good like, – yeah, this is out here – yeah, no, he's made right reads. He's had good leadership. He's communicating well. He's doing, you know, he's good in the meetings. All the things that, that we ask him to do right now during this time of year, he's done a good job with. Is there any difference for you coaching? I mean, I know you're coaching everybody here, but as far as Daniel goes, a lot of time last year was spent getting to know guys. Sure. Right? When you know your quarterback, I mean, you don't know entirely, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah. How much does that comfort level from your perspective help grow things moving forward. Yeah, I think it's just like any relationship. You know, you, year one is you're getting to feel each other out. Year two, hopefully, you can build on the things that you've, you know, what makes him tick, what makes me tick, what frustrates me, what frustrates him, plays he likes, plays he doesn't like. I mean, it's, it's good communication. He's a very good communicator. Uh, we have open dialogue, you know, not just me, but him and Kafka, him and Shea. Um, you know, he's done a nice job. Are there any, are there any young players, are there any young players that you've, Seen come in here, and you can. I know this isn't competition here, but you sure. can see that they improved. And if so, how? Yeah. Well, I just say, you know, all the young players, and this is no different than it was last year. Each day, you hope to see a little bit more growth from them, whether it's you know where to line up, how to line up, uh, the communication factor. Uh, it's still a work in progress for, I'd say, a lot of the young guys. Dave, what have you learned with a spring under your belt with, with Waller? Uh, he's he's a good pro. Um, he's smart. Again, he's you know much like Daniel. I said he's done everything we've asked him to do. He's a good communicator. He's you know played a lot of football, been productive. Again, we're still you know utilizing him in different ways. We're we're seeing what he likes, what he feels comfortable with, what the quarterback feels comfortable with. But um, you know he's been a pleasure to be around, both in the classroom and out on the field. Weapon wise, though, how does he change the offense? Uh, I mean, we'll see. We got a long way to go. Uh, again, once we get the pads on and start doing. All the things that we can do right now, it's, it's more of a passing camp, per se. Um, but, you know, hopefully we can figure out a way to use them best. Given that it's more of a passing camp, do you feel like a player like Darren is someone who you can assess more accurately than maybe like defensive tackle on offensive lineman this time of year? Yeah, those guys do pretty much individual, so they don't get a lot of you know, good on good work. And that's just based on rules and things like that. Obviously, we have no pads on. We're trying to uh, do the right thing there. But, again... It's his first year in our system. He's still learning things. He's smart. He's picking them up. But we got a long way to go. What do you feel of the group that you're working with now that you're back for a second year? Yeah, no, excited. Um, you know, it's a, it's a good good day to to be out here. Um, you guys have worked really hard. They all understand what it is. It's it's passing camp per se, and um, we're just trying to get better day by day. It was clearly a priority. Yeah, you know, we, we try to be pros in everything we do. So you come into work, you, you do your job, you try to be really good at it. You learn from your mistakes, you know, start with me and uh, try to improve each day. Brian, in your um, career as a position coach, offensive coordinator, now head coach, was your antenna up to this time um, when you see players come back who have gotten paid? You know what I mean? They got paid, they got their contract. How are they going to be? How are they going to act? How are they going to be the same? No, I mean, my, my goal is just build a relationship with our guys. And, uh, you know, each guy's here for a reason. Come out there, do the job, and try to get better each day. Is, um, at any point, will you encourage Daniel, you know, in a couple of days, you guys break? 
to, to put it away for a while? Is that important for him? Yeah, I've said this before. It's it's hard for him to do. So uh, I think he's, you know, he's been in the league long enough. He has a routine that, you know, over the next, call it month, that that he he's used to, and um, you know, I have a lot of trust that that he'll be ready to go. There was obviously a priority this offseason in adding speed and explosiveness, at, especially the wide receiver position. When you looked at that group this spring, what have, what have you seen? Um, yeah, a lot of new guys. Uh, still, we're still we're still trying to figure things out. Um, we've moved guys around. We shuffled them in and out. Obviously, there's some some faster guys uh, that we have out here, um, but we're still we're still working through that. Right. Is still trying to figure things out. Yeah, like where guys? Yeah, no. Their position. Yeah, we've moved them around a bunch, and this is what I think this time of year is for. It's like I know we're not doing a bunch of teamwork, but Bobby shuffled, you know. Offensive linemen in and out to different spots, guard to center, center to guard, guard to tackle. This is the time to do it to give them a little bit of a foundation because, you know, come July 25th or somewhere around there, it's, you know, we're going to get going here and uh, there's not a lot of time for you know, mistakes. Brian, I think this kind of piggybacks on what Jordan asked, but you have all these new players, Waller and some new wide receivers. Is mm-hmm. there a balance between trying to stick with what you did well last year? and try to implement some of what these yeah. newer guys do? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Each year, so it's so different uh, because you roughly have 30 to, call it 40% new players. So your job as a coach is to go out there and experiment with some stuff. Obviously, you have a, a baseline of a system, but just because one play looked good one year really has nothing to do with the next year. So, um, like I said, we got a long way to go, you know, working through some things, and the guys have been working really hard, and, you know, that's... Getting ready to go for training camp. Take a couple more. Are you at all? Um, I guess how do, how do you explain the change in run, the way running backs are viewed by the league now compared to five, ten years ago when you came in? Um, I don't know. I think each year is different. Can a young guy? Can a young guy impress you during a camp like this and just give you an idea of, of where he's heading and how he'll fit in? Right now, we're just trying to make sure they get lined up in the right spots, get our fundamentals and techniques down, and then build on from what they did the day before. Hey, Brian, uh, yes. offseason, have you ever done a double take when Andre uh, Patterson has walked by you saying, where did you go? I got to get on his program. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Looks good. Do you have any guys working out? I know last year you guys had some veterans. Uh... There'll, there'll be a couple guys. There'll be a couple guys out here. Um, There'll be a couple other guys out here. And then the other thing, this last one, the other thing is uh, Parcells is here today. You guys will see him walking around. Okay? Have a good one. And that's our show for today, Giants fans. I'll be back out at uh, at the Quest Training Center for day two of minicamp on Wednesday. Have uh, a little bit more uh, audio, a little bit more video for you guys. Please you know, check our coverage of, of minicamp at bigblueview.com. Check uh, the at Big Blue View Twitter account for some updates, uh, some video, some audio there as well. All right, Giants fans, thank you as always for listening. Please stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. 
Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business, and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a PropG Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the PropG Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts.